Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. Welcome in the house of fun. Okay, I'm recording. Welcome in the house of fun. Christie has written so. 
So when you say an assortment of tuna fish, you mean some of them were lights, some of them were junk, some of them were in water, some were in oil. Yes, uh, and, and not even all of them were starkest. There was a couple starkest, but then there were also a couple of grocery store generics. Um, it seemed like they didn't care. They were just purchasing tuna willy-nilly. As if all tuna's the same, and that's the farthest from the case. Most tuna in cans is bad. You have to choose the proper tuna. Which, I totally agree. Um, even in a basket that has three gallons of bleach, choosing different kinds of tuna with that many cans of tuna is the most serial killer treat in that basket. Also, um... It's not like they were making tuna salad because there was a lack of mayonnaise and other herbs. It was just tuna and communion wafers and croissants and a full ham. Can I impose a hypothesis? I would love that. You see, I've been waiting for you to post a hypothesis. The ham is, is ham Christmas food. Or not Christmas, what's the Easter one? Easter food. Ham is traditionally an Easter meal. Communion wafers are a church thing. Yes, and tuna you can eat on on like the Jewish uh, when they can't you know they can only eat fish. You can eat tuna, but you can't eat meat. I see where you're going with this. Um, yeah, please follow me. Say. I think the three gallons of bleach means she's preparing a church supper that she's going to kill everyone at. Yeah, wait, so if the tuna, did you celebrate Easter? Um, I'm not sure how one celebrates Easter. No Jews. No Jews, I thought you said tuna. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's make something very clear. This ASMR while being very sexo, very sexual. It's turning me on, it's turning you on. It's also very hard to hear each other. <laughs> I can hear you, can you hear me? Uh, you could be a little bit louder if you could put the microphone closer to your mouth hole. Wait a minute. My microphone isn't even plugged in. <laughs> this explains so many things. <laughs> what the fuck? ASMR house of fun. ASMR house of fun. I said ASMR house of fun. I said ASMR house of fun. Oh well, oh well, oh well. Oh, hey. Okay. What was the what was in the uh, second? What was in the second basket? I'm gonna <clears throat> so crack the second basket. Now that penguins here, penguin, you need to tell penguin what the first basket was in your own secret way. And then the second basket was eight bunches of bananas and one liter of tonic water. That's... Okay, can I guess? There's beverages, right? But we can both admit that beverages exist in this world. I believe that's true, yes. Tonic water is a, a key ingredient in one of... One of those beverages, a gin and tonic water. That's correct. A tonic water is a key ingredient in gin and tonic. Hence the name being gin and tonic. <laughs> so it could be, it could possibly be that this man, he likes bananas, but to 
a concerning extent. And then also, he likes a regular amount of gin and tonic. <laughs> he likes bananas to a to a ten, and he likes gin and tonics to a six. <laughs> about the amount of place that you should like gin and tonic that's that's appropriate the average would be five he, he likes bananas as much as i like pina coladas what what the heck wait wait a second john oh my goodness what did you have any other baskets that you saw and again, I want to clarify that it's not the baskets themselves that strange people. The baskets okay. were normal. It was the contents and potentially the um, consumers behind the contents that were most troubling. Uh, Greg, I did have two more baskets. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I had two more baskets. And one of them was a, a standard basket that had quite a lot of ingredient in it, quite a lot of product in it. But on top, I could clearly see two different peanut butters, two different milks, and two different variants of smoked salmon. It's as if this person has a split personality, and each side of the split personality likes peanut butter, milk, and smoked salmon, but slightly differently than the other. What what kind of peanut butters were they? Jeff and Skippy. Were both of them creamy, crunchy, or a mix? I couldn't tell the Jeff. All I could see was the red, white, and blue label. But Skippy, I think, was creamy. I want to point out something. Wait, I have another question. Of course. What were the types of milks? The milks were a 2% and a whole. What the fuck? And then the salmon, were they of uh, extremely different qualities or both frozen? So, so they were, they were uh, smoked salmon. One of them was Harris Teeter Nova brand. Is the that other mediocre? One, uh, it's, it's the budget brand. It's the Walmart brand. Okay. So we, one of them was the Harris Teeter Nova brand. And the other one was the vacuum sealed thick salmon. So like the first one's that pink, like kind of flaky smoked salmon that you would get on a on a New York City bagel. Yeah. The, the other is like a thick smoked salmon that's been uh, smoked in a full, in the full, um, oh, oh, I guess the full fish. A full fish. Like okay. the, the full filet. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay. So here's a person with a here's a person having a friend over who is um so this person who got the groceries has zero they're completely lactose intolerant they suffer from no lactose intolerance hence the whole milk the purchaser consumes only whole milk they have a friend with a mild amount of lactose intolerance hence the two percent also, I have no idea what 2% has to do with the lactose intolerance part, but I think it might. I am fairly certain it's the fat content. Okay. But no, also, you're right. <laughs> Thank you. And then um, a friend, their friend is, um, their 
friend is has a peanut allergy, but they're just saying, just fuck it, dude. I'm gonna just live my life. Fuck that friend, baby. Fuck that friend. <laughs> you done fucked up with your peanut allergy, bitch. And then they both just like fish. They both just like fish. <laughs> yeah, they both like fish. <clears throat> so it seems like that one seems um, not as unusual as I assumed. But Greg, I have a fourth one. I can't wait. I have a fourth basket for you. In the basket was simply eight jugs of Tropicana Limeade. <laughs> Jugs of Tropicana Limeade. I, I I think it was the only type that the Aristeter sold, so it's not like he specifically likes Tropicana, but he specifically likes Limeade. He just had no other choice of Limeade, and the local Sonic was closed. Very true, very true. Now, if Sonic was the case, I would imagine he would have also purchased cherries. But someone who is purchasing that many jugs of limeade probably already owns cherries. That's a good assumption. I think that this man was not having a party. This man was, he was consuming all of this limeade by himself. He's done this before. These were not his first victims. <laughs> So Greg, oh, so yeah. Greg, I had four baskets. I saw four baskets. There was the basket with Limeade. Yeah. There was the basket for the Split's personality. There was the basket of the man who liked bananas, an extraordinary amount, and tonic water, a, an adequate amount. And then there was the basket of the lady who was murdering an entire church social. Yeah. Which baskets more absurd i'm gonna say on the surface it would seem that the 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 bleach basket is the strangest but that's easiest to identify that's like the serial killer or the pedophile who looks like a serial killer or pedophile they already have identified themselves but the motherfucker with all those bananas and that average amount Wow, that sounded really good. <laughs> Welcome to the ASMR episode of Don't Shoot the Gingers, Bitches. Um, I'm going with the bananas and tonic water. You're going with bananas. Bananas and tonic water, because on the surface, it looks somewhat normal. But it is not normal. Come here, Penguin. Well, Greg. Come here. <clears throat> Greg, I have an answer for you. <laughs> Wait, what? I have okay. an answer for you. Okay. You're wrong. <laughs> Shit, which one was strangest? This basket on May 3rd which is nearing the end of school, was someone who went to Harris Theater, a local neighborhood grocery store, and only bought school supplies. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
Are you saying that the strangest basket is a basket that you didn't tell me about until just now? <laughs> Welcome to the party. I can't help but feel a little bit bamboozled. You should have seen this coming. This is your own fault. You've done this to yourself. As usual, I have been wronged. This person went to a Harris Teeter that is within one mile from an office depot and a Staples. <laughs> and they chose to buy office and school supplies from a neighborhood grocery store. <laughs> I suppose Harris Teeter did it to themselves because they sell the product. But it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, that's uh, exceptionally strange, but I gotta admit, yeah, especially on May 3rd. Okay, I'm throwing it out there. I still think banana and tonic water is one of the, is the strangest. Okay. Can I show you something? Uh, let me uh, let me end this segment because um, okay, this is this is gonna be a real segment from here on out. Um, and that's how you play the absurd basket game. It um. And Brian in post production, can you make that a song? If you could, if you could make that a song in post production, that would be much better. <gasps> Penguin, oh, he's playing with the ball, and I love him. It seems like the ball might be winning. <clears throat> yeah, that ball. First of all, Penguin is a girl. Oh my god. How big is Penguin's penis? <laughs> okay. So somebody, one of my neighbors, saw a penguin for the first time, and she said, um, she said, what's their name? As in, like, non-gender binary conforming pronoun usage. And I legit was, I had, I was like, I had to do the math in my head. I was like, wait a minute, how many dogs do I have? And I was like, oh, wait, it's just one. So I will say, as a dog owner, <clears throat> And you will probably do the same once you are out in the wild. All dogs have the gender of the dog that you own. Uh, Every time I go out, I assume the other dogs are boys. B but when I had a girl dog, I assumed all the other dogs were girls. Oh, I see. So this one must have, this person has a non-gender binary conforming dog themselves. What does one name a non-gender binary conforming dog? I don't know what. No, this isn't a joke. This is, <laughs> do you choose a name that could, like Alex could be a boy's name or a girl's name? Or like, um, uh, like DJ could be a boy's name or a girl's name. Neither one of Alex nor DJ are dogs' names. I honestly think that I have inadvertently chosen a non-gender binary conforming name by using Penguin. Penguin is clearly a boy's name. But I gave her a pink rope. What's the thing that you call our leash? She has a pink leash. I tried to 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 cut all this conversation off at the head with a pink leash and yet still people think she might be a boy or Well, it's because you're forcing this gender upon her. You've not asked her what gender she wants to be. She has a vagina. Greg. We don't go by Ted Cruz's rules of gender. <laughs> Welcome to Texas, baby. 
the sheet. I see you. Hi. Do, do you wanna do you wanna see my dog? I of course I do. Oh hell yeah. Oh captain, my captain. He looks he looks cool as hell, dude. He looks like that old man that touched your wiener. I would never let the old man who touched my wiener at the river in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I would never let him lay behind me while I ASM hard into a microphone. If I were to do such a thing, I would expect him to reach up and grab my wiener again from below. And I could never focus on the sound of my voice if I was doing such a thing. Fair enough, dude. Can I ask you a question? What is this podcast if not a series of you asking me questions? <laughs> why does or why he's coming up with dumb games? <laughs> Your games are cool, dude. Um come here. Hold on. The question is, why does your room look so yellow? I actually think that that's a lighting thing. I think... I think the way the sun is going down behind me outside and the way the two lights are on, I think it's just naturally getting some sort of weird yellow hue. I don't actually know why. Wait, can I change that answer? Yeah, of course. I was the man with the bananas. <laughs> nice, dude. Fucking sexual. If we can also change that in uh, post-production, uh, delete everything up until that time that I said that joke. And then the rest of the podcast is just everything after me saying that I was the man that made the, did, bought those bananas. It's It starts there. I want to say something interesting. <laughs> yeah. I went camping this weekend and I saw two snakes, but here's the best part. Okay, the snake, the snake thing, that was a red herring. The interesting thing had nothing to do with the snakes. Oh man, this is a fucking story. That's why, this is why you're the author. You go <laughs> down these delightful paths. You make them take strolls in their memories and they see things that they've never thought about seeing before. <laughs> They wander through the lusciousness of your words. And then you take a halt and you jump them off a cliff. Drag. Tell me what the red herring was. The red no, the, the snakes were the red herring. But here's the real maybe 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 I don't know what a red herring is. <laughs> a red a red herring. An example of a red herring is uh, Professor Snape, where you think he's the bad guy. But it actually turns out that he's a good guy. All along, he was the bad guy. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. We're camping in this. First of all, I went camping with um, a lady friend. And if you remember from episode 73, you remember I the said paddle border. Yep. The one yeah. that is. I know all the episodes by their number. <laughs> And, um, sorry, I just watched it Penguin for a second. And so, I, this woman, the, will you pay me the fuck attention? Yeah, I <laughs> stop looking at that goddamn dog. <laughs> so, 
this woman's called Don't right. Shoot the Gingers, not Here's a Fucking Penguin Dog. <laughs> so I, um, I, um, this woman, I asked her to go paddleboarding on her first date, and she politely said, Let's do something else. I don't want to get murdered. And then we eventually went paddleboarding, and we've seen each other multiple times since then. We've probably seen each other, well, we've seen each other multiple times since then. And so we went camping this weekend at a place called Inks Lake State Park in Central Texas. Inks? Yeah. I-N-K-S. Yes. Ooh, that sounds so good. And, um... Greg, focus on me, you asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Um... And so we go camping and we're out there making a fire and just lounging around on the water. It's just like a beautiful spot. And we start eating snacks and we enjoy snacks like a human would. Wait. But then, yep. Were your snacks 15 cans of tuna fish, multiple sleeves of communion wafers, some baked Harris Dieter croissants, and whatever the other thing was, bleach. Uh, there was something else. Oh, uh, no, a full ham. Oh, a full ham. Actually, we had these snacks that I think attracted a bunch of cardinals and a bunch of squirrels. Yes, so I'm tending to the fire. Were you eating acorns? We No, but we were eating regular corns. <laughs> okay. And so, and so I'm tending to the fire and I, and my lady friend that I'm with, she says, Greg, look, and there's a cardinal pecking away at my buns in my basket of food. And I say, oh shit, it's on. And all of a sudden, it's a constant barrage of cardinals and squirrels slowly creeping back and forth between their trees and our picnic at our campsite and we think we got the problem solved we ate our meal we ate our I meal i tell you right now firsthand when it comes to cardinals and squirrels you have never gotten the problem solved you're, you're right dude and you're so right what happened was we loaded up all of our food into my van now my van is a converter van where i've I've custom made it into a camper sleeper bed in the back. So we have all the food in there and we're just laying down in the back of the, of the van. And, um, sorry, I got a little squirrel here with me. We're laying down in the back of the van and my lady friend, she says, I think I hear something. It's almost like there's another animal in here with us. And I'm like, really? And she, Get really? It's just me, baby. <laughs> she sits up and she looks up at me. And she's got, it was like a Disney take where she looks up at me and she goes, and behind my shoulder in a place I could not see was just a little squirrel peeking inside my van, peeking around the, the seat, like, and she starts freaking out. The squirrel starts running all over the place. I chase the squirrel out. And we're like, okay, we got that problem solved. We lay down again. And there's more squirrels inside. You never have the problem solved. Goodness gracious. This is, a, this is the 
the classic problem. These damn squirrels would not leave us alone, so we eventually had to, we couldn't sleep in the van, and we had to sleep in a tent, which was actually better, because it was a mesh tent, and you could just see all the stars above us. Did you end up leaving the van to rot? There's no, there's no saving that van now. That's what that we said. It's been infested. Where this van is done with. Here's the, here's the fucking crazy thing about all those squirrels. At one point, we were just sitting by the fire. I would bait the squirrels into coming and just like slowly coming towards us to try and steal our food. And I was throwing rocks at these squirrels. I'm not kidding. I'm a really good thrower. And I was hitting these squirrels literally like in the testicles, in the head. One of them, like I threw a, a squirrel head-sized rock. What what do squirrel testicles look like? I don't think they I've were, ever seen squirrel genitalia. Dude, I know, but this motherfucker, he had balls the size of blueberries just dangling off his backside. It was so disrespectful. Oh, yeah. oh I want some blueberries. <laughs> I don't think that was the, the point of that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Inside my basket is some squirrel blueberries. And so I was literally hitting these guys, like making contact. And I was so pleased with myself. I was like, holy fuck. I'm hitting squirrels with sticks and rocks. And it was having zero effect on them. They would just, they would barely even leap and step a few feet away. Lo and behold, we had Penguin there. And for the listeners who don't know, Penguin is the size of a, of a small dog. And Penguin is the size of a small dog because of one major reason. She, there are multiple reasons why something could be the size of a small dog. Penguin is the size of a small dog for one exact reason. Because she is one. Dun, dun, dun. This, again, this is why you're the author. God, you just, like, they, you, the, the, the sentences write themselves when they come out of your mouth hole. And Penguin, thank you, thank you. And what Penguin was doing is she stood sentinel guard over our campsite. She, she would very respectfully not, not chase the squirrels, but she would just stand, she would stand there and sit down upright and just stare them down until they backed off. And when she needed to, she would chase them to their tree. But she was not growling. She was not yelping and getting out of control. She was like very controlled, standing near ground and protecting our territory. My dog would have eaten a squirrel twice. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. Like, all right, wait, hold on. Before I say something, are you finished with your squirrel yep. camping? Yeah. Squamping? Yes. Um, Captain almost ate the back half of a bunny yesterday. Holy tits. We, we have a big backyard that has that creek running through it. You're familiar. We can do yep. a 60-yard dash. Yep. <clears throat> and Captain, every morning, he goes out, and we let him out in the top right corner and he surveys his property he looks at the back left he looks at the back right and he says everything is good and then he goes and bees on this particular morning greg on this particular morning greg yeah. captain surveyed the left and captain surveyed the right and everything was good and he went down to the creek then he looked back and he surveyed the corner that he forgot about 
the back left. I guess we're going to be the top left from where we came from. And there is a big old chunkin' bunny. Oh, yeah. Oh, this fucking bunny was just ripe. He looked like he could make such a good stew. Happy Easter. Oh, I'd put some, some vegetable stock in there. Some carrots, some onions, some celery. I would I would saute down a mirepoix. But that's neither here nor there. Let's talk about Captain. He saw this bunny. And he's on the back side of the yard. So now he has a good distance and a creek to jump over. Oh, yes. He sees it. And he, he, have you almost run out of gas two miles away from your destination where you think I could speed and get there quickly? Or I could coast and maybe, you know, conserve more gas. Have you ever had that thought process? Absolutely. Captain kind of had that thought process where he saw it and, like, made one quick jolt. And then he paused. He was like, oh, shit, if I run, the bunny will see me. So he jumped over the river. And he looked up, and the bunny was still there. And then he laid down, and he army crawled. Wow. Up the hill. He was maybe seven feet away from the bunny. And it saw him and got alerted. And it jumped. And it jumped away to the fence. Well, this fence obviously is not the fence the bunny came in on. No. Because he was ill prepared for the size of the hole he had to jump through. As I said before, this bunny was a chunker. Yeah. This bunny was... Oh, I don't know. The world's largest zucchini. That's not true. That's a very large bunny. Wow. This bunny looked about the size of my head. Wow. But it was all fluff, Greg. Let me tell you. He jumped in. He got through a hole that was merely four inches by two inches. Holy he, shit. He did, get, he did get stuck halfway through. And his legs were out there kicking. He was just trying to push himself through. And Fuck it's at yeah. that point the captain... Grabbed one of the legs. He had it in his mouth. I yelled, Captain, stop him. He let go. And I saw the bunny, like, kind of lose the leg for a second. Like, he dropped the leg down, and then he squeezed through the hole. I don't think Captain has forgiven me from that moment. Holy he, shit. He almost had a delicious bunny. That's a once-in-a-lifetime for a domestic dog. That's a once-in-a-lifetime get right there. He definitely had the leg, and I, I'm sure if I wasn't there, he could have pulled backwards and pulled that bunny right out of its fucking hole. Wow. Don't forget about the... What about the rabbits, George? Remember from a flice of men? Bunnies in my yard. This is... this is. It, I am captain in this sentence. Bunnies in my yard are fucking dead. He's, he's a vicious dog when it comes to bunnies. John. He knows he knows that I would cook them down with a mirepoix and some vegetable stock, some red wine, and I would, ooh, I would braise it. Oh, I'd cut that meat into cubes, and I would braise it. Um, what's the difference between a bunny and a rabbit? I believe a bunny is just a colloquial name for a, a, a small rabbit. Oh, a rabbit is like the technical term. Yeah, uh, there is a difference between a rabbit and a hare. A hare is a large, um, like, field rabbit. 
there is no difference between a bunny and a rabbit. I think a bunny is just like a puppy. So a he puppy goes is just a dog. If they're like Pokemon, the evolution goes bunny, rabbit, yeah. hare. Yes, of course. Uh, and then the fourth mega evolution. Jackalope. Oh, kangaroo, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what jackalopes are? Uh, jackalope is a uh, jack-o'-lantern that got his wish and became an antelope. <laughs> Pretty close. Out west, or no, in the Dakotas, I believe, there's this, it's like a running joke that jackrabbits and antelopes create a creature called jackalopes. And I used to believe it as a kid. It's how North Dakota could you get? Is that the same type of, um, um, what's it? I can't think of the word I'm looking for. The same type of uh, bioterrorism that created <laughs> the chupacabra. Um, I think what these people in the Dakotas are implying is that a, a rabbit had sex with an antelope through natural means. You're from Texas. What is a chupacabra? I assumed it was like the offspring of a domestic bioterrorism. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that evolved in secret. And then it came out to kill foxes. I'm pretty sure it was just a, like a, a wolf with mange. Yeah, it probably was. But these jackalopes are real because I remember I heard about it as a kid and it had to be real. That's true. That's true. In, um, in North Carolina, we had a bridge. And if you went in that bridge at the stroke of midnight, you could see a woman hanging herself on the other side of the bridge in the light. And if you went to her, you would die. Did you ever go? Oh, God, no, I'm still alive. <laughs> I kind of want to go. There was also a hill. Uh, I think it was actually someone's driveway. That if you went to um, at, at dark, there would be a dust storm. And in the morning when you get home, you would see handprints all over your car from that dust storm. What the fuck? People were out there massaging your car. <laughs> Holy shit, that's fucking terrifying. People touching but cars. Can we, if we, if you were a ghost, yeah, what, why would you stop at touching the side of a sedan? <laughs> Dude, I can't think of anything more frightening than somebody from the beyond touching my car. That's the, that's the myth that you come up with when you're in... Roy, North Carolina, or Winston-Salem, rather. They're the same place. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There are only two North and South, like North Dakota, South Dakota, North Carolina, South Carolina. They are perfect. Yes. yes. And the Dakotas. The Dakotas just suck. Like, they both are just kind of open wastelands. There's some beautiful areas, but, you know, jackalope culture reigns supreme. So, but they're mostly the same, except in South Dakota. In um, Mitchell, I've been trying to think of the name. You know, when you have a cell phone, you can look up anything. Did you know that? I, yes, I, I, I was familiar with the technology of Google.com. 
I think so, I learned about Google.com on our last ad site when Johnny Hartnett was trying to get people to go to Quicker Wireless. And the best way to get to Quicker Wireless is going to Google.com and Googling Quicker Wireless. <laughs> That's true. And so with the ability to like just look up anything, there's no mystery and you don't get any satisfying like, oh yeah, you know, what year was Michael Bolton born or whatever? And you just have to like wait until you see it in a daytime television interview or something. Well, I was trying to think of where the Corn Palace in South Dakota was and I've just refused to look it up until I remember it and I just remembered it now and I gotta say it was not worth it I should have just looked it up because <laughs> I wanted the, the feeling of elation and having forgotten something and then remembering it of my own volition and I it doesn't matter none of this matters it's a 2 out of 10 pleasure I had something similar um the NFL draft was just just last weekend, and there was a quarterback that was going undrafted, and I kept thinking to myself, "There's a quarterback that hasn't been drafted. And I can't remember. Like I know he's, I know he was a legitimate player, and I couldn't remember if he was good or not, if he was a good quarterback or a bad quarterback. But I remember he was eligible for the draft, and he was a recognizable name, and I couldn't remember him." And then he went undrafted. And then I thought, and then today, I yelled out to myself, Felipe Franks from Arkansas. That was him. It, it, it meant nothing. Exactly. But I was right. <laughs> um, I had a conversation with a guy today. Was it Felipe Franks from Arkansas? Cause no. Because that would be an amazing coincidence. I know. It would be pretty crazy. I interviewed a guy on my other podcast, the Clubby Podcast. This guy, he's an expert in staph infections. And I had him. <laughs> I hope he never, I hope he never listens to this. Is he, is he an expert? <clears throat> is he an expert in the way that if you were to play a trivia game on Don't Shoot the Gingers... You could play the trivia game as an expert in staph infection because it's not part of your job, but it's just something you have such an extreme hobby in. I know it's part of his job. Uh, okay. So he, uh, well, he, he was not invited to our episode then. I know. Um, I really, I know only 10 people in Thailand listen to this show, but I really hope this guy doesn't listen because, yeah, I just, I wonder if this ASMR episode is going to increase our love affair in Thailand or if it's going to increase in another country. I honestly think that there's some random ass country that is going to make us really popular in. Can I guess what country? Indonesia. Uh, one. One of my favorite tropes in the show is me asking you permission to do regular conversational things. <laughs> One of my favorite tropes is just kind of glossing over you asking those questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your guess is Indonesia. I'm going to guess. Typically, when you ask the question, I kind of lead you down a different path or I interrupt <laughs> you as soon as you start asking the question. <laughs> I know. So I hope you know that when I interrupt you, I interrupt you out of love. 
Oh, I never the benefit of the podcast. Uh, 100%. Um, I'm going to guess a North African country. Somebody mentioned it before. Tunisia. No. Jordan. Jordan is in uh, the Middle East near Israel. Oh, fuck. I'm still sticking with it. You you were correct in saying Tunisia. Tunisia is a North African. It's right on the Mediterranean Sea. Its capital is Tunis. I'm sticking with Jordan. And I'm sticking with it being in Africa. West of Tunisia is Algeria, whose capital is Algiers. West of Algeria is Morocco, who has many great cities such as Casablanca, Marrakesh, Rabat, uh, Timor, something like that. There's another town. How do you know so much? How do I know so much about Northern Africa? Yeah. I am Northern Africa. <laughs> Are you looking it up right now? No. I, I actually, I, I know a lot of... Okay, so I, if, if you were to ask me the biggest 100 cities in Europe and, and like the Mediterranean, so all of Europe and Northern Africa and, and, and Western Middle East, I could probably name you all 100. Wow. Why? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could probably get pretty close in Africa, too. Um, so I've mentioned once before my love affair with OOTP, the video game. Yes. Outside of the park, baseball. And outside of the park, baseball allows you to play uh, Major League Baseball video. You can play as the Baltimore Orioles. You can play as the New York Yankees. And take control of their entire farm system from top down. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. Could you play as the Santiago Padres? I believe that is a function in the video game. Cool. Okay. Um, so you can play as it. You can play. It, it goes as far as to uh, bring in independent leagues. So the Atlantic wow. League, the Pecos League, the wow. Frontier League, um, uh, the, 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 the others. Etc. Etc. <laughs> yeah. But it also has one key feature that you can create fictional leagues. <clears throat> and I spent way too much time one day, one week, two weeks, making a fictional world league where the 30 teams in North America face off against the 30 teams in Central and South America which face off against the 30 teams in Europe, which face off against the 30 teams in Africa, which face off against the 30 teams in Asia, Asia, Oceania, those were mixed. My problem was the, the differences in city sizes are vast in Asia compared to Africa. So I was um, it, it, finding the biggest 30 cities. I was getting about 12 of them in the in China alone. Wow. And then and then in Africa, like the 30th biggest city is like the 100th biggest city in China. Yeah. So, it was it was pretty it, it was interesting in mind and it was cool to play out. But in reality, it would just be an absurdity, which I think is the point of the game. So, in this process, so, yeah. yeah. No, I was going to ask, like, did you name, did you 
individually name every single team, like the Nairobi Tigers or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Greg, it, yes. Hold on. I might still have this spreadsheet. Oh, my phone. God. Please show me the spreadsheet. Why is there a spreadsheet? Uh, oh, where is it? Hold on. So as you're creating, spread- how else would you create something amazing if not using a spreadsheet? So as you are creating these fictional leaks, you cross-reference them with a spreadsheet where you, I assume, were brainstorming names throughout the day and keeping track of them so that you could input them at night. Yeah, so I would go through. Um, well, so the problem is you couldn't input them at night. What? You had to input everything all at one time. Oh. So what I would do is I would make this massive spreadsheet. Africa, Asia, Europe, South America, Central America. Um, I think I brought Canada in as an independent league because it didn't make sense for them to have their own thing. So there was like a 15-team indie league in Canada. There was a 10-team indie league in Alaska. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, the the um, Scandinavian countries did not get included in Europe for the benefit of schedule, like regional scheduling. So I put them as their own independent. I actually put a lot of thought in this. It didn't make sense to have, if I were to include you know, let's call it um, Stock, uh, Stockholm or Amsterdam, I would have to also include Gutenberg, and I would have to include um, Helsinki. But those were not, those were clearly not the top 30 cities. So I put them as a separate entity entirely. Holy fuck. Um, I could not find, I, you know what? I'm going to find this, um, I'm going to find this spreadsheet and I'll tell it to you. Uh, on the next episode because I, I think it might be on my Google Drive. Dude, I need to see the team names that you came up with. I know like some of them were like the Berlin Blitz. Oh, fuck yeah. And like um, the, the um, Tunis Red Raiders. Um, the uh, Moscow Dynamo. <laughs> the... <laughs> Some of them I had fun with, like the Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> um, some of them, I actually, so a lot of them in Asia. I took the Canadian Professional Basketball Association, and I took all of their logos, and I transformed them into baseball. So, like, t- oh, also, I did logos. Holy sh- fucking shit. So, I did, Holy like, the, shit. the Tianjin Tigers. And like the, um, the, oh God, um, there was one that I always liked playing with because it was a really cool logo. Shit. Uh, they were light blue and yellow. Shit. I don't remember. Oh my God. Man. Dude, I, you this need is my... to show me all of them. Oh, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I'm going into each of my, oh, I found it. Holy fuck. Wait, I think I found it. No, this isn't the one. Let's save it. What what I found was the um the the first thing I did, which was separate all of the here. Hold on. 
separate all of the cities. So this is the biggest. Oh, that's too blurry. I can see the quantity. So this is USA. This is, oh, oh, that's what I did. I split USA into two leagues, the United States League and the Continental Baseball League. And then this is the Asian Professional Baseball League. (laughs) This is the Latin America Professional Baseball League. This is you have divisions. League. I have divisions. Yes, eastern, southern, northern, and so and such. Uh, ah, go back. The United. Oh yeah. Oh god, this was a big part. I did the United Kingdom Baseball League, which was a relegation league. So everyone in England was based on the English Premier Soccer League. So if you did good, then you got promoted. If you did poorly, you got demoted. <clears throat> So technically, a the Salford Lion or Salford, whatever the Salford team was, was the lowest division. So if they did well, they would get promoted to the second lowest, then the, then the second highest, and then the highest where they could then compete with other major league teams across the world. So Salford in four years could win the world championships. Oh, man, this is... Um, the Canadian Internet uh, Independent League. Uh, wow, this is uh, this is Africa, Cairo, Casablanca, Tripoli, Addis Ababa, Brazzaville, and then this is the oh, this is all the indie leagues. So we have Alaska. Oh, this is more indie leagues. Alaska, uh, Australia, oh, just Alaska and Australia. Yep. So somewhere in the world, there's an ethereal, massive spreadsheet that has all of the teams, all of their affiliates, all of their uh, team names. Well, yeah, because you have a major league, and then you have the AAA, then AA, then single A. So it's the top 30, and roughly the top 30 is probably 30 of the top 35, where the major leaguers or major league teams in Europe. And then I think maybe I did 32. Um. But I, I do remember also separating out divisions. So, you know, it wasn't all five, 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 five. It was like, you know, Western Europe gets six and Eastern Europe gets four. The German division has like six or even seven. It's pretty intense. Did you uh, separate the divisions? Did you separate the divisions based on what you expected the travel schedule to be like? So two things I did not take into account were um, cultural differences. Okay. So, so Israel and Palestine could play each other. Okay. Um, Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan, you know, those, those whatever the, the major cities there, um, they could play each other theoretically. Tehran, Tehran, Iran was the Tehran Warhawks. I remember that one. Wow. Um. I did not take into account, um, well, I took into account travel in that, in this, not necessarily that everyone needed to travel the same, but to be in a division, you had to be close enough to each other. So I also decided that suburbs did not get you preferential treatment to being in a division. So like... Technically, um, in Germany, 
the like Dortmund Cologne area in mm. Western Germany is like the like each city is like in the top ten. There's like three cities in the top ten of population, but I just combined them into one metropolitan because gotcha. it would not make sense to have so many cities within so close to each other having one like, major league team. Maybe like the New England Patriots equivalent. Where you have a ton exactly. of places. Exactly right. Wow. I got to ask you a question. What was going on in your life at that time when you were creating all of this? <clears throat> so, my wife went to Italy uh, two years ago. Huh. And I knew she was going to Italy, which means I knew I had a week to do jack shit. Mm-hmm. And in that week, well, for two weeks leading up to it, I knew I've got to prepare. So for two weeks, I prepared with these spreadsheets. And I, I, I toiled over them, Greg. I toiled over them. And the very first night she left, I opened up this laptop. I launched OOTP. I cracked my knuckles. And I started typing. I'm fairly certain, if I remember correctly, I messed up the first time, and I had to redo it. But it was well worth it. It's such an intense game. What? I have, I still am so, I'm so fascinated by this. But can you, can we do something? Can you find the logos, and we can look at them, and I'll react to them on the next episode? Actually... Well, yes. How much time do we have left in this episode? We gotta close out soon here. Oh, I need do. to get in bed. Because okay. I think I know where those logos are. Um, I will, I will have them ready for you on the next episode. Fuck yes, because this I feel like I just discovered that my friend is a serial killer and he has all of the bodies and he's willing to show me. Greg, as we close out, do you have anything fun to share? On social media. Fuck. I always do, and then I forget. I just gotta text it to you more often. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you one. Please. I'm gonna give you... The other day, the Arizona Diamondbacks um, were amazing at Twitter. Were amazing at Twitter. There was at Buck Army, B-U-C-K-A-R-M-Y... There is a whole thread about how this guy said my roommate is on a date six rows above home plate. Is there any chance we could tell the cameraman to zoom out a bit so I can see how the date is going? <clears throat> and the Diamondbacks were like, yeah, we're fucking in. Let's do this shit. Yeah. And what followed is only an amazing sequence between the Diamondbacks and the roommate and then the people in the date. And I encourage everyone to go out and follow at Buck Army and read that thread because the Diamondbacks won Twitter that night. Yeah, I saw that. That was really cool, man. And I hope that those guys um, have a healthy, healthy, happy relationship. Speaking of healthy, happy relationships, I want to read my second tweet that I enjoyed. Please. This one's from at Nicole Amy. 
Nicole Amy Schreiber on Twitter verified. I need to stop calling my period egg drop soup. Fuck yes. Dude. <laughs> I love I love how John Giles the humor is. Like it's such a it's such a trademark specific type of sense of humor that I love is is reinforced with every single tweet that you like. <laughs> it's perfect to me. I appreciate that very much. Um, oh, I also want to tell you um, in the closing minutes of this of this podcast, I want to tell you that um, the other day I was searching for um, a new weed whacker and I went to Craigslist to find an old weed whacker first because old weed whackers are cheaper than new weed whackers. Amen. And I searched for the word weed whacker and um, it led me to multiple, it said like there are 35 whatever things for sale but the way craigslist works it's a, is it says 35 in for sale and then two in automotive and then one in um oh what's the what's the damn it's no longer personals uh, one in activity partners okay and i said what is activity partners and i want to read you a couple of them that i found so nice. um Apparently, they've closed the Craigslist personal ads because of, for some reason, that, that Craigslist doesn't want us to have sex with strangers anymore. Okay. So what they've done is they've replaced it with activity partners, which is the same thing but more clever. <laughs> yeah. So this person says they want a tool exchange. Bring your tool and we can exchange tools. Big, small, any tool is accepted. Send info on your tool. This person's looking for a plumber. They need an experienced plumber looking to unclog drains and pipes. <laughs> if your location has a clogged pipe or a drain, hit me up. So now in this scenario, they're looking for a plumber and also a plumber. <laughs> hit me up so I can give you a quote. <laughs> This one is just a guy who doesn't know what he stumbled on. And he says, I have some free time in the early afternoons and I'm looking to play some basketball. If anyone wants to play basketball, let me know. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. This person underneath the basketball person is a wood, a wood craftsman looking for blonde wood projects. <laughs> he needs blonde wood projects. Prefer in my shop. But I can travel. I, I do fine detail work on small pieces. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. That's some good shit. Wow, it looks like it's going to storm. So, ultimately, if you're looking for sex and you don't know about Tinder or Grindr or, or any of those others, you can go to craigslist.com and click on Activity Partners. And it's the same thing, but you it, you have to be more clever. I love it. Uh, John, where can the people find you online? You can find me on craigslist.com slash activity partners under experienced woodworker looking for wood to uh, work. Also on Twitter at boomerevived. That's B-U-M-A-R-E-V-I-V-E-D. That's B-U-M-A-R-E-V. 
Instagram at Revived, same spelling, and on Twitter again. Back to Twitter at Ginger Don't Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this is difficult. Craig, yeah, where can people find you? People can find me. Well, fuck all that. People can follow my 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 puppy, Penguin Larson, Penguin Josephine Larson, on Instagram at Penguin Larson. That's L A R S O N. She already has twenty followers. And I guarantee you, she's going to have more than me. Can I make a request before we yeah. end the episode? Of course. I need Penguin to start telling people to follow Ginger Don't Shoot and <laughs> Boomer Revived on, Inst- on Twitter or on Instagram. If, if at Boomer Revived on Instagram can get to 540,000 followers, I get to destroy Miley Cyrus. <laughs> okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Once, yep. once Penguin gets to 100 followers... She'll start doing shout-outs. Wait, are you going to teach her how to shout? Yeah, I think so. Wait, hold on. I'm going to set the microphone down, and then I want to show you what she looks like right now before we close out. Okay. Uh, This has been episode 75 of Don't Shoot the Gingers. I'm your co-host, Dead Balloon. And I'm the greatest ASMR champion in the world. You're listening to Don't Shoot the Gingers. Goodbye from Craig and Penguin.